Okay, hello everyone. How are you doing out there in Billy Watson TV world? Hope you're doing fine. We've been on Facebook for a while, so that's good. <laughs> I'm doing one of your detoxes, Tony. Um, forced detox, I eh? So I've been banned. I'm halfway through my first 30-day ban. Probably not long after I spoke to you last time it, it came in. But anyway, how are you doing, Tony, there in Mexico? Sorry? Your first ban, you need to up the game. It's my first 30-day ban. Basically, right. I had a few small ones. I've been getting away with murder. You know, it's ridiculous. I've, do, I've been doing these shooting the shit shows and going... You know what? You know, I think it is, really. I think... Uh, I don't think the algorithms understand your accent. You'll think... Nah, uh, probably. <laughs> I think you get away with it. Because I post I post some of our um, our chats on, on my YouTube channel and there's never any kind of censorship or... <laughs> and some of the things we go into are like right deep down the rabbit hole. So I, I reckon it's something to do with, <laughs> with your accent. The, the algorithms just... You just confuse them. <laughs> well, I know some people try to watch me with subtitles on and that's uh, entertaining, <laughs> shall we say. <laughs> yeah, it looks like I'm a pro-vaxxer when you look at the subtitles. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you've only had... 30, uh, this is your third, first 30 days. Well, but... I'm not, I know, I can't be bothered. I do post memes on my page or whatever, but you get into discussions with people. Actually, when I start to talk, you know, I get a bit frustrated. And the previous one that got me the five-day ban that led into the 30-day one was I just called somebody a cunt, you know, basically just for being sarcastic. And then after that, I was like, okay, maybe that was about OTT. Maybe that does, there is guidelines, fair enough, you know. <laughs> all the other stuff I do, talking about, posting stuff about all the rest of it, and then... We're getting calling something and then I shared a Jake the asshole video. I don't know if you've ever watched him. He no. does it. So anyway, he was calling somebody a spick quite quite a lot in this video. They were having a, a fight or a, it was almost into a fight, you know. And I just shared it, and then you got a 30-day ban for that. It's like, well, come on, it's not really my content, but I guess you have to be careful what you share now. And if it's another video, you have to meticulously go over everything in case there's one line in there that could offend somebody. Yeah. Yeah, well, of course, you're not allowed to offend anyone these days. I mean, <laughs> you can't say anything to anyone without someone being offended. Uh, this whole cancel culture is is crazy. And, and really, when you look at it from that perspective, they've done a great job in getting us to police ourselves because, you know, at, at this point in the game, they don't even need uh, the police or authorities. We, we police each other, um, you know, just by the very nature of, of censoring each other uh, and with the the new sort of generations uh coming into the fray they're they're very kind of flaky very, very fragile um <laughs> they've been taught really from a young age that you're not allowed to say boo to a goose yep. so uh, the outspoken uh conspiracy theorists we're, we're really a, a dying breed right now but it really is amazing that is no, they're, they're, they're the dying breed they're taking the vax <laughs> yeah that's true that's true <laughs> But, but it really it really is crazy when you look at it from that perspective because uh, in all angles the way that you look at this world we, we can sit here and point fingers at the the one percent the new world order the illuminati whatever you want to refer to them as the psychopaths um but but in all honesty a lot of this we do ourselves 100 percent you know we, we we've spoken before on this show about you know you have people in police and military and other areas of authority and government quite willing and happy to just follow immoral orders that are not based in on anything other than what some guy or woman in a suit has, has told them to do 
they, they have no moral standing or even legal standing a lot of the time now and yet these these groups are, are just carrying uh, carrying these orders out and and enslaving uh, enslaving their own population and they can't see how they're going to be enslaving their own children and their own grandchildren by bringing in this orwellian agenda this orwellian nightmare so you know when when we're talking about exposing uh the elite or the one percent really we need to be exposing ourselves and we really need to stop doing what we've been doing uh, that's half the battle um and of course it's by our own compliance as well so you have the authoritarian side um that punish people but then you have the people that continue to comply and you know yeah a lot of these things that we're we're being asked to do they're crazy they're horrible they're tyr tyrannical but I mean, if we all said no to the jab passport, like they have in, in Moscow, I believe, um, then what there is no power in what they're telling us to do. But it, it's so frustrating at this stage of the game, Billy. You know, you and I, we've been banging this drum for, for so many years now. <clears throat> and, and I'm really at the point, and I think I've, we've spoken about this before, it's just who, who are we actually trying to wake up these days, you know? I mean, we're, we're fighting for the kids. But it really gets frustrating, um, you know, when you've been talking about these for so long, how when when you take a step back, how it is really just us doing it to ourselves half the time or more than half the time. And, and really sort of understanding that the only power that these parasites have really is the, the power that we give them and our enthusiasm for, um you know, rolling out this, that their agendas and doing their dirty work and their dirty bidding for them. It's, the problem is us, really, uh, as a species. Um, and yeah, we, it doesn't have to be like this, but enough people have to make that choice. And um, now is, <laughs> we're, we're, we're way over time for people to take that choice. Yeah, since we last spoke, I have done a couple of interviews with uh, two, uh, a couple of Scottish guys going more down the common law road and trying to get people to study that because literally everything they're doing is an offer and we just we shouldn't refuse because when you refuse you're actually in their system and you're like almost you're saying no to something you should do but if you just decline their offer then that, that's just you know you're staying in honor you, you say no thank you don't want to contract and we, this government is actually a separate business and they've yeah. got the media. When you go into Sky Sports, uh, Sky, like I was just on the internet headlines, BBC, whatever, or YouTube, and all came up with these Sky um, videos of COVID, COVID this, and then, oh, they should have done more to save COVID back in the day, and COVID, oh, yeah. you know, it's just 100% fucking proper. Aye, it's just, you know, just playing with folk. There is no fucking COVID. Wake the fuck up, and yeah, after this amount of time, it is shocking, as you say, we're policing ourselves there. Yeah, I done, it was my 50th birthday a couple of weeks ago, and I went to this open mic on my birthday. and I joined a bit late, and then three or four of them, all these other people, were performing. Say, Oh, I know it's the topic we shouldn't talk about, talk about, but a little bit, and they say a little bit about COVID, you know. And then basically, yeah, yeah. they got to me as like, Why is that the topic that we shouldn't talk about? I'm going to talk about it, and then I blew up for twenty minutes. Do you, do you in your, in your like, uh, in your, in your comedy shows, do you, do you talk about all this, or is your comedy shows completely different to all this different subject matter, or do you use this uh, 
in, in, in your shows to try and get the message out there still? Well, I started doing comedy because of Bill Hicks, essentially, and I was reading uh, conspiracy theories, so I went down that route. Then I tried the Billy Conley route, but that's still in me. So I had to show the festival this year. I had the five shows, and basically I used them to do some old kind of political material, which gave me scope to rant. So it was a small audience, and actually I done it with a bigger audience as well, and I done COVID, isn't it, out there? It's all bullshit. And then it went pretty tense, so then I had to give a joke. <laughs> <pretty quick. laughs> But you the rest of the time, I had people leaving that. Some people stayed, oh, some wow. people left. But I've got the full videos. I've got the videos. You know, people in the bar and that, the bar staff, they could hear me. So mm. behind the curtain, and I'm ranting for an hour about all kinds of shit, you know. Is there somewhere we can watch the videos? Are they on your website? Because I'd like, because yeah. I'm going to upload this to my channel. I'd like my uh, the people that are on my channel to be able to access that. Well, basically, I've just revamped my website if you go to they've got this live section now i've got a join section and i'm making these promo videos up for all the different sections so within that there is an edinburgh festival thing but it's like i'm making it membership okay. but there is some things you can buy i'm actually thinking about doing like the promo videos but for yeah. yourself i can send you this uh, i can send you them to check out if you want yeah yeah i just think it would be great to see you in see you in action and see all these people walk out <laughs> yeah i mean i had this i had done it on a saturday and there's a football crowd in and they're like i talk about football and then they came in but, but when i talk about football i'm doing it like as a kind of fan but i'm also kind of going against it you know and showing yeah. faults within it and they can't yeah. handle it you know <laughs> <laughs> that's the most important thing in their life right oh it's i totally i they actually said we're coming in for 40 minutes and then the game's on, so we'll have to leave 20 minutes before the end. But yeah. I left 20 minutes after the start, after I'd fucking annihilated football, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you pulled out the whole bread and circuses card and all that stuff. Yeah, basically, like Rangers-Celtic, what's the difference? A lot of people think there's a big difference. Celtic with the Pope, the Catholic Church, Rangers, Queen Protestant Church, I think there's about as much difference between them as there is between Pepsi-Cola and Coca-Cola. Yeah. I think they both rot your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> And then I go on to have a go at Rangers fans. and But, you know, I understand the reason for Celtic and Rangers. You know, needless, to say, needless to say, you won't be invited back next year then. <laughs> I used to do, no, I get away with it. People that have got a brain can get it. You know, like I used to do gigs in like really scary spots in Glasgow. And all the comedians would say, whatever you do, never talk about Celtic and Rangers. <laughs> so I would start with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's brilliant. I love severe bowls, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I guess in a way they kind of respected you for going in that strong, right? Aye, I think so. Aye, because like, like, what the fuck is not in here talking about golf <laughs> on you again? It's like people can't even believe it. <laughs> We're cruising for a bruising this one. <laughs> oh, aye. I never came to anything like that. There was a couple of times I had to kind of break the tension in the room and say, "Look, all the other comedians say you shouldn't talk about old firm." Because you know you'll split the room, but you know if you're that fucking stuck up and tense about your own fucking football team, you can't take a joke about them. I didn't even want you to fucking like me anyway. So <laughs> that kind of came out, and then that broke the thing, you know, and then the laugh. <laughs> but it's just crazy, how, even just in in football, how people are so divided. You talk about Rangers and Celtic there. I yeah. mean, you're talking about a huge division within within a city, essentially where. Some people I know, some football fans, they, they they won't even talk to someone if if they're like if they're an Arsenal fan and the other one's Tottenham. Or uh, it, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? How how they've even managed to divide the population even through 
people kicking a, a ball around the park. You know, they've, they've managed to create this hatred amongst uh, towns and cities and countries. And uh, it, it's everywhere you look in this matrix, they leave, they leave no stone unturned, do they? They're so um, intricate with, with all their deceptions and manipulations. Um, it, it really is a, a, a genius thing that they've created, as much as I hate it and dislike it. But, um, yeah, you know, you mentioned there the comedy. Co comedy is such a great way of getting the, the message across. The thing um, is, uh, I'm the one who had time to write material for COVID, so I was just, like, ranting for, like, five minutes about COVID, and then I says, right, I better do some comedy, so you're going to kind of understand why some of them left, you know? Yeah. I never actually build that show as comedy. When I do comedy shows on a comedy thing, I do laughs, but that was yeah. an hour of me. It was my show. So yeah. I'm just saying what I want to say, you know, some of it's comedy, some of it's that, bit of this, bit of that, you know. Yeah. Who was it who came out with a quote, if you're going to tell people the truth, then make them laugh? Do you know who, who said that quote? I can't remember. Yeah, no Charlie Chaplin or something like that or somebody like yeah. that back in the I, day. I, I don't know, but there's, a, there's, a, there's so much truth in that. And you mentioned the great comedians down the years of, of Bill Hicks and and uh, George Carlin. And who was the, the Aussie guy lately that was, that was really Steve good? Hughes. Hughes, yeah. Right. If, anyone, if anyone's not watched any of his uh, work, you right. can go on YouTube and, and just type in Steve Hughes. He's uh, got a brilliant bit about being offended, just what we're talking about. So, yeah, you're offended, and yes, nothing, nothing happens. It's yes. like you went to the show last night and you know, you watched the comedian and you were offended, and the next yeah. day you woke up and you had leprosy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What does that even mean? I'm offended, okay. Well. That's your problem. It's crazy to me, and you see it on some of the posts. You know, oh, this 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 is really offensive. Or even when, you know, you talk about um, people swearing. Sometimes I throw in the the odd swear word because for me sometimes it's good. It, it underpins sort of passion. Or yeah, it's um, some people get offended by by words, and you're like, right. well, wait a minute, you you. Your government's taking away your right to breathe oxygen, and you're offended over over oh. me saying the f word. Like, get your priorities straight. But but this is the world we live in, and uh, we're, it, it really is snowflake snowflake world. Oh. Um, and uh, of course, uh, who does that benefit? It, it, it completely benefits a, a system that wants to control, dominate, and and roll out all this tyranny because people just they're not even standing up for anything. So. In, in one of my comedy sketches, I do a bit where I'm talk, trying to tell my mum about the New World Order at the dinner table, and she's like, oh, my God, that's disgraceful. No talking about religion and politics, you know? I was like, who invented that saying? I think it was politicians and priests myself, you know? Because yeah. we did talk about it, but very soon realised we're getting a double-ended dildo rammed up our jacksie every yeah. single fucking day, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. again, that tongue, oh, the subject that we can't talk about, it's the fucking main topic that's changing the fucking world, mate. No, we should be talking about nothing else apart from that, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's literally nothing more important in anybody's life right now than what is happening. Um, and yeah, all this avoidance again, it's it's, it's kind of like people that people they just want to feel good all the time, don't they? I mean, you can understand it. Who doesn't? I mean, I, I of course I, I I talk about a lot of this in my videos exposing the new age. It's all about feeling good all the time and avoiding the negative. But we see that in society as well, and you and you see it quite often when you broach these subjects with friends and family members. Like their, their face changes, and it's like, oh, he's going to go there again. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. 
like I was in the, I was just actually posting four letters to people, putting them all on notice and notice the cure and all this stuff, the fucking police and all this stuff, right? So the main post office got taken down. So now the post office is in a news agent, a kind of ethnic minority news agent. So I'm, there's these grannies coming in and I'm, my heart's breaking with her fucking mask on and stuff and I left and I said to the guy, you know, this is a crying shame, you know? And he says, yeah, there's millions of viruses everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, they're in the body. And he kind of knew it. And then I started going, yeah, right. And I started getting right into it. And just saying how big a lie it is, and going, and then even he who is on the side of it, he can't handle how big the lie is. You know, he doesn't want to think of it and look into it with any great depth. He just yeah. doesn't trust it. Don't right. But we start really talking about it. It's like, oh, even that's too much because it's yeah. contradicting the main narrative. And we've all yeah. got to trust his main narrative that we're under because that's the world. You can't. It's just yeah. what these guys are telling you. Anything yeah. else can't be. You know, it's been going for eighteen months. It can't. You know. It can't be that big a lie. Uh, aye. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing is, the other thing is, is people people don't like confrontation either. And um, you know, sometimes confrontation is is necessary. You know, it's, yeah. it, sometimes a confrontation is completely necessary to to amend something or to change something or to transmute something. It might not be very pleasant in that moment, but. I mean, it's the power oh, of that word no. Saying that no, people don't, you know, can't say no. They get the letters through the doors, you've got to get a vaccine. Oh, it's no, well, but they just get magnetically pulled or put a mask yeah. on, you know. It's, but that no, that's confrontation. And that's what, as you say, they're trained. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like too much energy for them to, to anything, anything other than just being told what to do is, 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 is just too much for, the, for their brains <laughs> to handle. But, yeah. But, but tied in tied in with all of that of course and, and the, you know the psychological reasons for all this is is obviously the that people want to fit in don't they 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 want to be in the crowd they you know that covid is pretty much a cult now you're either in the cult or you're not in the cult and if like any other cult if you're not in the cult and you start saying it's a cult then then you're you're demonized thrown out of society called calls the called a conspiracy theorists and you know basically lambasted for it so People, people have this very strong desire to, to fit in and um, they're, they're scared of what other people think about them as well. You know, they, they, they live in this mind prison where, you know, a, a lot of people just completely live their lives based on what other people are, are going to think or say about them. And, and it's draining. I mean, what a way to live. You know, you, you put yourself in a prison and uh, that really is, that was one of the biggest I would say that was the biggest thing that I, the, the, the biggest thing that I, that changed me on my journey was, was to lose that fear of, of what people thought about me. It's liberating. It's so liberating to just drop that uh, and, and, and really express the true self. Because when, when we live like that, we all become carbon copies of each other. Everyone thinks the same, everyone okay. finds the same things interesting or not interesting. Everyone laughs at the same things. And we've become very boring as, as a species, but you find with uh, awakened souls or people, you know, that are more aware that they have dropped that. They've got their own personality. They've got their own character. Um, they're, they're much more interesting um, for, for, for that reason alone. So that's one of the huge things really that, again, it's, it's our problem. It's something that we've created or we've caused by putting us in, in putting ourselves in this in this mental prison, um, so you know we have to start really with with moving out of that and and just dropping that because 
essentially you're going to live your life really just pleasing other people and, and never pleasing yourself. Not that you've got to live selfishly, but, um, you know, you, you just, just to liberate yourself from those mental chains is really important. I mentioned briefly about religion with the Pope and, and, and there was Rangers Celtic thing, you know, that does go back further, deeper than a lot of other rivalries because of the Irish immigrants coming into Scotland and the, you can understand why, you know, Scottish people maybe weren't too keen on lots of Catholics who are part of the Vatican, you know, because people kind of hold up these institutes as being great, you know. Apparently now somebody's trying to get Tyson Fury an audience with the Pope and stuff like that and say, oh, what an honour and stuff like this, you know. These ways we hold these people up and the Queen and everything on a pedestal is ridiculous. <clears throat> but just, I don't know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I kind of lost my train of thought there, but Oh, the world's fucked, mate. You know, we, we were trying to educate people. And we were trying to... You just... Is there any hope? Is there any fucking hope whatsoever? Because as you say, you're preaching to the converted. And these protest marches, when you go and shout to everyone and well, blame everyone else, you know, it's all, we should be getting these things and educating ourselves to be more free, to yeah. take the steps away from the system and not fight the system, you know? What you fight, you become, basically. And I think yeah. there's a lot of people... Just wanting to fight, 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 and not look for the solutions and actual just draining the energy from yeah. this whole thing, you know? Because yeah. even us going on and on about it, that's helping to create it. That's the power of the mind. That's what they understand. And that's how they've got inside everyone's head. And that's how everyone's believing this perception because they're literally programmed from the inside out, you know? And yeah. stepping outside the box and doing these things, that's what helps to break that programming. But yeah. it's that fear of overcoming the, the being the nail that sticks up that lots yeah. of people don't want. I do think that where, if, if you look at this as like a spiritual warfare, I do think that stage one was about trying to wake people up, you know, getting as many minds on board to understand what's going on and, you know, getting them active to help up them to wake other people up and et cetera, et cetera. But I do feel like that we, we, we're sort of now in the sort of stage two now of, right, okay, <laughs> You know, don't stop. Of course, you know it's still put information out there, but but I think it's very much a, a stage, a, a, the stage of right. Let's I, let's level up ourselves. Let's look yeah. for communities. Let let's look at solutions. Am I prepared for what might come? Um, you know, not just in this life, but the afterlife. What's going to happen if if something you know if something happens? Am I clued up on on this and? Uh, yeah, just really, really looking after our own and trying to connect with like minds and, and having those sort of support systems. Because, you know, I do think, and we've spoken there about the frustration of it all, but I, I, I don't think that they get, they're getting everything their own way. I do think that there, there is, and of course it's not being reported, but there are sort of large pockets of re resistance. I, I was watching videos of people in Rome this week, in Paris, Moscow, as far as I've had good contacts there tell me that, that, that they just couldn't roll out this this passport thing there because the restaurants weren't getting any clients. There, there was people in France, oh, was it Holland? I can't remember. That, uh, no, it was Denmark. The people, I think you might have told me this, but the people were sitting in the park outside the restaurants. Street and having a picnic. Yeah, yeah. So um, I do think that... Um, you know, in America as well, you've got all those pilots from Southwest Airlines that have yeah, just yeah. basically down tools because they're not going to take it or they're being forced to take it and they're not going to. 
I had a client uh, speaking to me uh, this morning. She she says that she reckons it could be as high as 200 million not taking the jab there. So, and of course they're all armed in America, right? So they've been trying to get they've been trying to get the guns off the American people for many years now with all these right. false flags, as you well know. They've not managed to do it, and in fact. But the sale, the sale of, of armory and arms is, is, is quite high, right? So, so people are arming up there. They're, they're not, they're not going to lay down. She said, Tony, people that aren't in America, they don't always know what's going on here. The people here, that the, there's many people here that know what's going on. They're preparing and they're ready to fight and they're ready to give their lives. So, and we know, you know, if, unless America, unless they t- bring America down, their whole plan fails because they can't have. This big superpower, if it, for a, with a one-world government, so you know you've got that going on as well, and it's interesting, isn't it? How you know you're looking at the opposite side of the coin in Australia, where they managed to take the uh, guns away from the people there uh, a couple of decades ago. Was it Port? Was it Port uh, Stanley? Port Stanley there, and uh, you know the people there are, are struggling, but even there, there's a lot of resistance, a lot of pushback. So. You know, no one said it was going to be easy uh, taking down a psychopathic evil death cult. (laughs) Um, And we're certainly going to lose a few along the way, especially those that have taken the the jibby jab. Um, But I I do think that that they haven't got everything their own way. I think with social media, information spread so quickly now, they can try and censor us, but we're popping up all over the place. You know, people just going to different platforms and, you know, I I do feel like they're trying to plug holes in in the dam of, of truth that is that is breaking. Um, of course, we're not there yet. We need to, you know, we need to strengthen and and like I say, we need to sort of, I think, build more of these communities because I do think there's going to be like these subcultures that that kind of exist outside of of all this Orwellian shit. Um, so I do think that there is a lot to be positive. Um, about as well even though when you look at it on the surface it can be quite depressing Um, but I I guess that's where we're at so I I think that it's really important that people out there continue to to have hope hope is important Um, and we have to you know we have to have hope to to continue because you know otherwise you just give up and that's what they want (laughs) that's exactly what they want they want us all to give up to throw in the towel, start drinking alcohol, taking drugs, you know, to try and suppress the pain and the reality of what's going on. But we need to be stronger than ever right now um, because we're literally soldiers in, in warfare. We are. And it's, again, it comes back to our ignorance of not knowing our rights, you know, and this is the part of, I think you're right, not everybody's going to wake up immediately. And the ones that have waken up, we are kind of, we don't know it all. You know, we're still... We'll be a bit further ahead than others, but we're still searching. And you know, I went down this article 61 route, and which is still a legitimate thing, but there's more people using the actual law and learning that properly because that's what they use against us. Technically, it'd be a better if we had a world where everyone just treated each other with respect and no need for all these written down rules and regulations. But if that's a system that's in place, you know, but the thing is, getting time to study this is quite daunting, you know. Yes. But we have to learn just the basics of what a policeman is, the difference between a police officer and a constable, and learning the words to use to make him go in the constable and hold that oath of office, which they're not trained to do, and getting mm-hmm. that on camera. Yes. And if everybody held the police to the right job of being a constable, 
and not allowing all these statutes and acts and legislation, which is a ridiculous amount. So just write them when they feel like it, you know. That isn't law. That's just guidelines for the actual Bar Society members. They have to follow it. We yeah. get tricked into contracting with it. So actually, it's just like the emperor has no clothes kind of thing. You know, it's a big mirage, this fucking evil fucking hanging over us. But it's our willing obedience and slavery to this thing through our ignorance. Ignorance. We're ignoring yes. our, our fucking what we have to do to be a man and you know be responsible for your own contracts and not enter yeah. into anything that you don't want, you don't fully understand. And every time you register something and all these things, you know, and you submit things on the form all the time, you know, it's all trickery. It's all black magic words and illusions and spells. Yeah. And so us at the forefront, we have to kind of go deeper into that knowledge and think, I think, and then share it as we do and, and try and inspire other people's because the more people that can do that and take control of themselves, because to me, the coronavirus bullshit is what people up to responsible about their health. Now there's other things to be responsible about. There's different ways, you know, I know processed foods, I think we can all agree, are 100% shite, this type of thing. And then responsible for your children going to the school, what's going on there? Do you want them to be indoctrinated, responsible for where you're spending your days in the environment you're in, you know? People have to make choices. Again, that's part of stepping outside the system, find out who they are, and then being that person, offering that to the world, and saying, mm -hmm. this is me, there must be a place for in the world for me. You know, and yes. more people start to do that, then we can have a very diverse, beautiful, creative world where eventually yes. money and controlled by bankers, especially, isn't necessary because we're all offering our passion with intent to share to everyone's benefit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, wouldn't it be lovely if everyone took responsibility for their own lives? It, it, it's crazy when you talk about it because you just assume that people do, but they don't. They 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 just. They want to be told what to do, when to do it, how to do it. And they give us forms to fill out, you know, it's all their forms, their paperwork. And we don't get told how to do our own paperwork and stuff like that. And you put the X in the box for Mr. You're giving yourself a label and that's demeaning your status. We've not been taught all this. We don't even know it exists, you know. Yeah. It's just, this is the awakening that has to happen right now. So yeah. we can see the illusion that the courts and the because they're all playing tricks and traps on us in those courts, and even if the court leaves the room, he comes back under a different jurisdiction and stuff like that, you know? They're very, yeah. very sly in what they're doing. Yeah, I think the whole law, yeah, the whole law legal system is, is set up to fail us anyway. It would be lovely if we could go even one step further than, than common law or Magna Carta or Constitution, which I still, although, like you say, there are definitely some benefits in having some background knowledge into some of that, especially if you're dealing with a, a police officer or, or something like that. Um, but it would be really lovely if the whole world would just realise that actually <laughs> man-made law is complete BS. None of it exists in nature. It's just someone like a man or a woman can't give you or take away your rights or freedoms or tell you what to do. Um, the only real law that you, you really should have to abide to is, is natural law, which is do no harm, cause no shit, basically. All, all other laws are, are, are just BS. And uh, it would be really wonderful if, if we could go take it even a step further than that and just all say, hang on, this is all BS. That guy over there 
is telling me that I need to do this or, or do that or else. And uh, half the time they're not doing it themselves, following their own rules themselves. I'm not doing this anymore. That, that doesn't exist in nature. You're endowed as soon as you're born by the, the grace of the universe with your rights and freedoms. No, nobody can take them away or give them to you or tell you what to put in your body. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are some there are some success stories for sure of people going uh, into that uh, into those realms. But it would be great if we could go one step further and, and just just realise that the whole lot is BS. Well, this is the thing. We don't actually need to go into their criminal courts, their criminal system, because even when they send you letters, there's not wet signatures on these and you've not contracted, so we should never appear in their criminal court. But we carry our own court around with us. So if anyone tries to impose these legislations that you've not contracted for, you go under them, you go after them under their private capacity. So I've just sent a letter to the head of the dentist in Fourth Valley and the head of the chief police of Scotland. Is this dentist, mate? Still what? going on. Dentistry oh. still going on. It's still going on, mate. What's the, What's the latest? Well, they called the police of me when I asked for the names of the people in the dentist who tried to escort me out of the building. That's when the police were called, and then they turned up on my door. So I've sent the police, the chief of police, like, why did they turn up on my door? I've never done anything wrong. And I've got the head of the dentist asking for the owner of, of the dentist, the head of the regional asking for the owner of the dentist because the dentist wouldn't give it to me because I'm going to put him on notice for the way I was treated in that dentist. So in both cases, the police and the dentist have both got back to me saying, if you would like to complain, here's the formal um, complaints procedure, contact us here. And I'm saying, no, 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 no. I'm not going to do any official complaints. I'm putting you personally on notice. Here's the notice to cure. Forget this complaints procedure. That's they're trying to fob you off with their mm. systems and bullshit. Uh, you have to get to know how you go after somebody in the private capacity for inflicting your rights. And it has to come a point where it goes to a tribunal and then mm -hmm. you've collected evidence and they've got their side of the story. So then it gets presented in front of a jury of 12 uh, your peers and then the, the, the outcome is made and they have to pay a fine or whatever like that. Yeah. That's what we all have that responsibility. So like if I'm driving around and I don't have my car insured or whatever and I crash and I kill somebody or whatever, I'm personally liable for that. Mm -hmm. I mean, say a damage is property, not killing them, then I would pay that I'm liable for it, you know? So yes. if I have insurance, that would cover it. But at the end of the day, it's up to me to do that. We shouldn't yeah. have a law forcing people to do that. It's just, yeah. you know, even the whole thing about driving, you don't need a driver's license. That's for acting in commerce and things like this, you know? It's all tricks, as you know yourself. Well, you never actually own your, your car, do you? With, with a well, driver. You're a keeper. You don't own your house either. All your title deeds are in your legal name. That's all yeah. owned. They do a flip. If you went into court and you know what you're doing, the, the judge is trying to make himself the benefactor and you the debtor. And basically, it's done as a switch. If you know and you say the right words, you make him. Because you've got a trust. When you get the birth certificate, it gets a trust and that gets paid into all your life. So when you pay a fine, Basically, it goes into that trust, and they're right. claiming they're the benefiters of that, but it's actually your trust. There's a guy in America recently bought a hundred and fifty thousand pound car out of his own trust. And out of your own trust? Right, there's people who start to access that. Wow, I'd love to do that. I wonder how you <laughs> could do that. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a website, um, yeah, YouTube channel. If I find it, I'll send it to you. 
Yeah, because yeah. aren't we worth, uh, like, how much are we worth individually? Someone quoted this the other day. I forgot what it was. Was it? I'm not sure. This guy, this guy had 150,000 easily lying there, so there must be a couple of million anyway. And, and how do they base that? Do they base that on, on your occupation or how does that even work? Like Initially, they look at your family tree and, you know, your genetics or whatever and they kind of guess what you're likely to make in that life and then that's what... Oh, really? I believe so. I, <laughs> I think we might have disappointed them, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But... Well, there's always loopholes uh, in, in this matrix. There's always a way, there's always ways around things. And I do think that we sometimes, we, we can tend to give it way too much power. And I, do, I just do think that it's going to end up the same. I think that there's going to be, you're going to have, you're going to have the, the basically the dead, the people that have taken the jibby jab. Then you're going to have the dying, the dying sheep that have taken the jibby jab. And then you're going to have a subculture of people that are perhaps operating on the black market or have just formed their own communities. Because really, we're, we're at the point where there, there really is no choice. So, and, and I do believe that humans, you know, we are creative. And it, although it might be quite painful and difficult, but I think that we, we are, um, we, we can create these sub communities, um, you know, if we all band together and, uh, you know, and take the necessary action. The problem is, is that you have, and I've experienced this down the years, that you have people kind of sitting on their backside sort of waiting. Um, and, you know, when it all comes down, they're like, oh, even though I knew this was happening, but I'm, I'm not really prepared. So this is why I'm saying a, a to a lot of people right now that I do think that, you know, we've got to get ourselves um, physically strong, energetically, emotionally. We've got to, you know, look at where we're living, like who else is around us in the community that we can connect with and just sort of kind of, um, you know, think think a little bit outside the box and, and instead of sort of waiting for things to happen and, and then reacting, um, sort of taking the ball by the horns, so to speak. I think it's really important right now. A lot of people are kind of stuck in the rat race, you know, and they're just living from week to week. Like, I'm basically, uh, you know, I'm looking for, I'm trying to make money on the computer. I'm fucking sick to death of it. I'm getting zapped constantly sitting here. You know, I actually feel it's not good for me. But yeah. I'm trying to, because I've not got a job, I'm not likely to get a job. I'm trying to make money and I get a business going where I can make money and I can move somewhere where yeah. I've got better access to growing a garden, a community, I don't know where, but this place I'm living in is no good for me. I can't go and get a job, but again, people are stuck in that rat race, and it's impossible for us to really let's just switch the computers off, let's go and fucking, yeah, you know, start making a nice wee. You keep using the word community, and I use it as well. Just there's a guy who does talk about this law stuff quite a lot. He says, Be careful with that because it comes from communism, you know, and this right. idea that it's all shared, and that's what the great reset is. Yes, we yeah. have to work together and stuff, you know. But anyway, yeah. I don't know what, there needs yeah. to be some kind of access to, there needs to be oh, a radical I, change, a radical fucking change. Maybe some tsunami is going to come because yeah. the and that keeps yeah. dropping I mean, these in, you know? <laughs> I mean, you start getting into the grand solar minimum and the, the solar flares and everything like that. That, that, that could, you know, that, that's something that, that may well happen. I mean, we're, I've said before that they're saying that the Earth's uh, getting uh, warm and, and everything like this, um, but it's actually getting cooler and we're heading into a, a, an ice age. And 
there's going to be a lot of volcanic eruptions. There already is. I think the one in Canary Islands has just gone uh, recently. Um, so we, we're living in a, a time where, you know, the Earth herself is very unsettled. And uh, like I say, the, this, this time period has, has happened before. Um, and millions of people were actually wiped out the last uh, mini ice age we had. So, but again, that's something that's buried and well hidden and it's not spoken about a lot. The Grand Solar Minimum, I recommend people to look into that. Um, Ice Age Farmer talks about it as well. He's got good uh, content about the, the food and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we're having everything thrown at us. Um, you know, what, what can you do? Uh, when I talk of communities, uh, even even if you just get, get locally a few people that are like-minded, you know, it doesn't have to be just so you've got that that's yeah. so um, not not necessarily sort of talking about like moving out to the woods with loads of people because I know that's not viable for people but just having that sort of emotional support that that person that you could bounce your concerns off and, and your worries and um, you know just starting small making small steps you know that that's really more the, the sort of thing that I'm talking about it'd be great if everyone could just quit their job and go off grid of course it would and you know uh, that that that's a, an ideal scenario, but yeah, I fully understand it's not um, it's not viable for everyone. But just making those small steps um, in the right direction, let's say. I think I mentioned it before. In Portugal is a place. Uh, Martin Kenny's doing this Pineal Foundation, and he's trying to spread that to different places. When whereby they've got a whole kind of manifesto and everything in place, and it could be a quite a good template to kind of work elsewhere because that's kind of proven quite successful after a year. It does take a quite a bit of financial investment, but if you get 50 of you sell your house and you get a bit of land and you kind of follow their model, you know, that could be quite a good uh, way to start this kind of thing because people, if they see other people doing it and being successful at it, I yeah. mean, imagine having a bit of land and you had your own place where you, you know, slept. It doesn't need to be elaborate, does it? And then imagine the fire and, you know, work in the land and all this kind of stuff. Imagine we had. Imagine we had our own planet. That would be nice. The, our own planet. We just uh, awakened souls living in, you know, living in harmony with each other. No rules or, or laws. Or, you know, no authoritarian police coming out. No, no jibby jabs. Um, because the, the earth, the earth is beautiful, right? This this planet. I mean. She, I mean, you keep saying planet. We have talked before about flat Earth, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I did, I did mention Martin Kenny there. He's got a very amazing model. I don't know if you had a chance to look at that. Whereby there's like different levels to the Earth. So actually, at the centre, that is like more like you know the kind of world that we're heading for. So right. he, he says, there's every so often the tidal fields drop, and like right. you can go from one kind of landmass to another. Okay. So. If shit happens here, it's more totalitarian the further out you go. So you head north and you head towards the North Pole, and apparently that's the way to get into, like, the Buddhists would call it, what's that place, Shambhala or something like that? Oh, yeah, the inner earth. Something like that. Inner earth, it's the inner earth, you know? It's the, yeah. If you imagine earth, you have to have a look at the model, but yeah, maybe that place does exist. You know, maybe we're longing for it. Maybe we have to head that direction if this happens yeah. to other people. We'll pack off towards the North Pole to escape Germany. <laughs> uh, no, there's people got that plan actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, a bit too cold up there for me. I think I'd rather have a shorter life than die in Mexico where it's warm. But maybe that's a wall, you know, maybe because Antarctic's got a wall. Yes, you know, I've heard that, there's yeah. a land, so maybe the North Pole's got a wall, and then once you get past that, maybe that's where there's the yeah. inner earth kind of thing. Yeah, it's interesting yeah. to look at that. If you, if people want to research that, Martin Kenny he does it with Santos Bonacci. They talk about syncretism, and they kind of relate all the planets to the stories of the gods of old, the Roman gods and the Greek gods. And when you hear it, kind of the mythology of it and their kind of model of it, it kind of makes it piece together a bit more and gives it a lot more substance, you know. Yeah, no, it is interesting. I've spent some time looking at it, but it's kind of like a never-ending rabbit hole, isn't it? The, the flat Earth. It's, it's like, I mean, I, I don't think it's a ball for sure because I don't yeah. trust NASA. The very yeah. fact that Na the very fact that NASA say it's a ball uh, means that I think it's not. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, for me, I guess it's more important what's going on here on the surface. Um, that's the thing that we can affect most right now. Um, I don't know, maybe we can argue about the, the flat earth <laughs> once we've yeah. overthrown this, uh, this parasitic, um, demiurgic. I agree with the flat earth or whatever, but the fact is, we all need to wake up to the fact it's not a spinning ball because no. that is another big false paradigm. You know, we're all living under a lie there with that. The same as a virus, it's another lie, yeah. You know, and these lies have to be exposed, yes, because if we all believe we're living in a flat plane, it it does transform our view of where we are in, in the universe and stuff like that. And, you yeah. know, and it exposes them as being lying bastards again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> how they're getting away with this beyond me, you know. <laughs> it, it's crazy to me how when you start on this journey, you're like, oh, there's another lie. Ah, oh, okay, that's, that's another lie then as well. <laughs> ten, well years we the line, <laughs> ten years down the line, it's like, everything's a lie everything <laughs> and then there's there's lies within so-called truth you know you talk of like the new age stuff you know there's a lot of deceptions within that um you know what we're told to eat and everything like that so there's there's layers of the matrix and what i've what i've kind of been thinking is that there's this big clambering in the alternative media to soak up all this alternative information and 90% of that is BS as well. Well, I totally, I, I've, I've, yeah. I've, I've I mean, stay my head yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, there, there's this idea that we have to read a lot of books or watch a lot of documentaries. No, you have to read the right books and yeah. watch the right documentaries. <laughs> exactly. That's what, I've, that's what I've learned down the years because, like you probably, I've, I've, I've soaked up so much information, uh, probably a lifetime's worth. And, uh, you know, you, you're trying to pull out the little tiny nuggets of truth within that giant haystack. And it's like the, the real the real nuggets are deep, buried deep in the, within the haystack. And, you can't and, find it much on YouTube and stuff like that. You have to go, you know, there is, it's getting harder and harder to find yeah. something that's really truthful these days. Yeah, you know, I mean, you, you get a bullshit kind of detector, don't you? It's like after we all that's bullshit, that's bullshit, that's bullshit. Yeah, one, you know. I mean, look how they funneled all the newly awakened people into the QAnon movement. I right. mean, like people, people, they were waking up. They could see all this right. insanity around. Oh, realizing the world's not what they thought it was, and they funneled everyone into Trump and Q right. away from you know, empowering themselves, sovereignty and everything like that into this whole idea that 
you don't have to do anything. Just trust the plan. Trump's right. going to save us. He's down, in, he's down in the underground bunkers digging out uh, children. Justified. And even now, there's still people trusting the plan that, that, that he's going to make this comeback <laughs> and this, this red October or whatever they talk about. Uh, and, 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 and really, what, what, what has that done? It's completely disempowered millions of people that have fallen for it. Um, and so they, 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 they kind of overlay the matrix with more lies and more deceptions. And then they've got their, you know, the, the shields and the, the psyops within that. And it's just amazing to me how, how intricate it, it really all is. I mean, if we all get out of this, I'm not saying we're all going to get out of this, when we get out of this, because I think, I think we will, a lot of people will get, will get out of this on an energetic level when they leave here. Um, I think we really can see just how great humans truly are in their expanded, elevated form of consciousness. Because uh, this this is very this is a very difficult thing to get out of, and I think we've we've probably been trapped here, many of us, for maybe thousands of lifetimes. Um, and and I think it will be testament to what humans truly are when we do get out of this, because. It's just so genius the way they've packaged this together. So, do you think that this realm has always been under the control, or do you, do you think it's been infiltrated over years to kind of a particular parasitical group? Has was there a, a a time of utopia, so to speak? I think I think something's clearly gone wrong. Um, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, I, 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 the, the, the thing that reson resonates with me is this whole uh, idea that we were deceived in Atlantis or something like that. I think, I think knowing how manipulative and deceitful these, these entities are and how they operate through our world leaders and how manipulative and deceptive they are, it's pretty clear to me that they would have deceived us or uh, at some point in our timeline, whether that be with technology or something like that, where we maybe got a little bit greedy and then, and then from there, perhaps you've got the, the biblical fall of angels where, you know, humans were once graceful and, and we lived in harmony and, and then we just fell the old Adam's apple thing. Um, so I feel like that, that sort of story, that theme uh, has, has some truth in it. Obviously, I, I don't know the, the full details, but that's my gut feeling. That's what resonates with me. I feel like that, that we've been deceived by these beings and, and they've ended up staying here a very long time and they've created this kind of song mill track and we've just been recycling around. Um, and we're at this point now where, you know, we, we're hoping to, to, to bust out of it and some people will and, and maybe some people won't. But um, I do feel like for many of us that it's going to be our last time around here. I mean, it is quite weird when you see some animals and like the senses that they have with their hearing and their, their sight, and we're quite limited, you know. We think we're just this advanced species, but actually, there's probably shit flying around us and everything, you know, we, we don't have access to. So maybe that's the DNA has been shut down or something's. Yeah, that, that wouldn't surprise me as well. I think that's what the whole like Noah Ark thing was, was about DNA splicing and. Um, you know, they've done that with animals. I've, I've watched something about, <laughs> I don't know whether our viewers will want to hear this, but, you know, Max Spears, he was killed, right? So any, any anyone that's killed, you want to look at their information, or I do anyway, but 
he was talking about how the um, the common pig was actually a hybrid of a human and a wild boar, right? <laughs> so that kind of put me off after, but um, but so we know that they they splice DNA and and change and, and create stuff. So it could well be that that is there somewhere in our timeline. But you know, I think humans you know, we we have a lot of psychic abilities that that have are hidden and buried because we don't use them like remote viewing telepathy telekinesis you know uh, probably uh, teleportation so we we do have these wonderful abilities it's just we 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 either don't learn them or we, we don't get taught them so uh, it, it all goes into feeling that we don't really have much or anything special about well, it's like a muscle if you don't use it you know and then you, you lose it so yeah. um, basically the technology as well that takes us away from our capabilities you know yeah remember, remember life used to operate before without everyone having a mobile phone yeah well, then, i'm sure you've had times where you'll be thinking of someone and then you'll see them in the street or yeah uh, it happened to me the other day or you'll think of someone suddenly you get a phone call from them um the, the amount of coincidences i'm getting these days is off the charts really yeah. some yeah. of the things like i say something and when we, I could be Facebook fucking uh, listening to your calls quite a lot, that's something else, you know. You get an advert yeah. for something, but um, just, yeah, the coincidences that pop up is pretty mental. I think it's getting faster, at least as far as I'm aware. Yeah. I'm noticing it more. Yeah, and I think we had this conversation last time, didn't we, that when you align with truth and what's right, I think you do uh, generally manifest uh, more of what's in alignment with with your truth and, and truth itself. And I think, you know, you do get some assistance, let's say, um, if you're putting in right action at the same time to do what you should be doing. Do you think there'll be signs of like, the universe telling you, ah, you're on the right path, this is what you should be doing? Or do you think whatever path you've done, it would happen anyway? <laughs> yeah, I feel so, I feel so. And um, of course, again, in like the new age, it's, it's the whole false law of attraction where you don't do anything you don't take any action and people are sitting back and saying well why isn't this happened well you know you've got to have that intention and then you've got to put in the action towards what you want um but i think certainly from my own experience and i think that this we were saying this the other day that when you're when you're in alignment and you're trying to do the right thing um I, I do think that you have some kind of assistance um, because the universe loves courage. We said this last time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, I think it, it rewards courage. It's, it's like a frequency that it responds to. The you know when you put yourself. Well, it's hardly missing in the fucking world these days, I and mean, we need a hell of a lot more. Really yeah. Courage. Just basically do the right thing. Yeah. And, if that's called courage for doing the right thing, then call it courage, but whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, it should, it should just be called doing the right thing. You're right. But when you're in the minority and, you know, we face the problems that we've spoken about before, you know, being lambasted, arrested by these pigs in uniform, then then it does turn, I guess, from doing the right thing to courage. So, um, yeah, if you actually, if you actually know, see, this is why I think this knowing the law is so important. If you actually understand the scam, then it brings you so much power and with that courage because you really you have got power. We're not powerless yeah. against these guys. We can hold them personally accountable. We just have to learn their game, and it yeah. can switch it all around for us. And therefore, the courage comes with that knowledge 
yeah. then once you start implementing it, that backs it up more because they're fucking having to respond to you in a way that you wouldn't expect them to because they yeah. know you know the game. Yeah, that's it. That's the key. That's the key takeaway, isn't it? It's implementation. You can have knowledge, but unless you act upon it, then it's useless. So we can know that all this is going to come down, but unless we kind of prepare ourselves and what we've learned, we're no better than Joe Bloggs, the, the jibby jab sheep down the road because yeah. we've not done anything to prepare ourselves. So knowledge is only powerful if you use it. Uh, so, um, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, you know, learning this stuff can be very empowering and, and you never know when you're going to need it. So, um most people uh, that listen to this are, are kind of on that path, but it's just action in these things, you know? Yeah. So what action have you got coming up? Have you got any other shows coming up soon? Are you uh, uh, chats with people now and again? Yeah, I'm always, I'm always doing podcasts and different contents and putting my stuff out. And uh, yeah, so always uh, new stuff on my YouTube channel. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I said to you uh, a few weeks ago, I'm, I'm going down this uh, what really happened in World War Two rabbit hole at the moment. Okay. Um, I'm doing a lot of research on that. I'm going to be getting um, some guests on that have uh, written books about, you know, what happened, what really happened to the Germans and how they weren't really the baddies <laughs> in all of this. Did you talk about World War Two without talking about World War One? Is it all kind of? Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all part of the same. Yeah, well. But, but it specifically goes into things like what happened in Dresden and, and the whole, you know, right. Holocaust things and things like that. So, um, so I love all that topic. I love the explosion of that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, isn't, it, isn't it interesting that you, yeah. that's the only thing that you can be arrested for if you, <laughs> if you doubt that it happened, right? So I'm, I'm doing a lot of research about that, obviously, for my uh, YouTube channel as well. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a lot of background in research at the, at the moment into yoga and, and what that's really all about, what that can do in terms of invoking certain entities and things like that. Um, for me, anything that's popular needs to be put into question. So, um, Reiki? Yeah, Reiki as well. I mean, that that's uh, Reiki's, when you tune into Reiki, you're, you're tuning into a false energetic grid. It's false white light. So. Um, Reiki is another one that's uh, a, a big deception out there in the new age that I'm going to be speaking about more. So, yeah, always busy, always researching, and but doing the right research, trying to, you know, not just research for research's sake, trying to get to the, the crux of what where it's really at, not all this fluff around it. Um, that's what I'm always trying to do. So, um, so yeah, always, always up to stuff. That's cool. I always appreciate your work, Tony. Keep it up and uh, we'll chat again in a couple of weeks. Cheers, Billy. You take care. Thanks, everyone, for watching. I'll be coming back here um, in one hour for a shoot in the ship before I put it into the member section permanently after that. So if you want to come back in an hour, you can check that out. Thanks for watching. Catch you later. Cheers and out. Bye-bye.